What's up, everybody? Today we're talking about all the drama that's happening on America's Got Talent with Gabrielle Union and a lot more on Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. I'm your host, Dario Kristen. Courtney Stewart is not joining us today, but she is very upset because of my two special guests today. They are TV and movie royalty. <laughs> royalty. Yeah. Reagan Gomez and Anne-Marie Johnson are hello. here with me today. Hey. hey. Hello, hello. I'm excited. Christmas, season's here. Christmas season is here. You That's guys right. are going to be talking about your Christmas movie. That's yes, right. Dear Santa, I need a date. Maybe that date. should be a wish list for myself. <laughs> You, you have date. No, you have no problem. Uh, you know, <laughs> Come I, listen, on now. Listen, that face. everybody needs a good date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it's just a date. Or just a date. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> no tenders or anything <laughs> no, like that. No, just no. watch this movie. Yeah. You'll get everything you need. That's All the secrets. Right. That's <laughs> We're going to talk about the movie, all the things that you got going on with your career. But first, let's talk about these hot topics. Okay. And they're hot. They mm-hmm. are hot. They're Speaking hot. of Gabrielle Union, which we just mentioned, yeah. there is a whole bunch of messery that's going on yeah. on America's Got Talent. Yeah. I used to watch that show a lot. Mm-hmm. And now... I'm thinking You're twice it. about everything. You should. Mm-hmm. So as you guys know, I'm sure, as have you been watching anything on TV sure. or listening in the news, is that America's Got Talent is apparently not bringing back Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon Cowell is the creator of the show. Right. And mm-hmm. there's been a lot of back and forth about why her exit happened. Uh, she said that there was a lot of racial injustice that was kind of happening on the show. Mm-hmm. She had filed a couple complaints with Human Resources that she felt didn't get taken care of. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that just dropped this week was about her hair. Mm-hmm. And that... She had, been, she had been given notes from producers about her hair being too, too black. black. Mm-hmm. Too black. Are we in 2019? Too black. I mean, yes, so, we I mean, are. are we in 2019? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it continues on and on because the fact that, you know, she's saying this, then SAG after has gotten involved now. Mm-hmm. They are looking into what's going on mm-hmm. on set. And I was a former should, vice president. You are a former vice president. <laughs> Made history. <laughs> Made history right here. That's See, I told right. y'all, royalty up in the house. That's right. So they're looking into everything here right now. And the one of the people, there's lots of people who are coming to Gabrielle's defense. Yeah. I mean, right. Larry Sims, her hairstylist, to Eva Longoria. Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharon Osborne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the latest one that surprised me the most was Howard Stern. I saw that Howard today. Stern. Yeah, Howard Stern. So Howard Stern was uh, one of the original judges right, on the show. Right, right, right. And he had this to say, actually, about Mr. Uh, Simon Cowell. He said, AGT is a toxic culture behind the scenes during his, his serious radio, serious mm-hmm. XM show. He also said this. He said about Simon, he said, he constantly replaces the hot chicks with hotter chicks and younger chicks. And is set up that it's set up that most men stay no matter how ugly they are. <laughs> you know, you got to, you know, Gotta love Howard for throwing right. in that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, there is a rotating door that seems to be happening with a lot of the women that mm-hmm. are on the show. I mean, mm-hmm. Heidi Klum used to be on the show, right. Brandy was on the show. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, there's been an assortment of different uh, of different judges Wasn't on the one show. Of the Spice Girls? Mel yeah, no. B was no. on the show. Sure. And I know that they had a lot of back and forth on right. the show. We've had Mel B on, on Black Hollywood Live before right. and mm-hmm. she briefly spoke about it. And even it. for Howard to say that, like, that's big. That's because he is the provocateur. Right, right. And for him to come to her defense. And yeah. then now people actually are also going in on Terry Crews because he's the I host. Saw that too. So apparently he did a tweet that said, yeah. you know, basically like, I love Gabrielle, we'll miss you. We'll miss you. And people are like, that's all you got to say? Yeah. You know, especially when he had his situation with, with the, the agent har- and the sexual yeah, harassment yeah, stuff. Sexual she came to yeah. his defense and was very vocal about yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. what do you guys think about all this? Well, I'm Team Gabrielle. And- of course. 
course. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Reagan and I were talking about this earlier. I She is just as brave as Dr. Fiona Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it's about time. We've all... Everyone in the industry has been in that awkward position. Yeah. I've been in it many times. Absolutely. And then you're labeled difficult. And right. then there you know, you have a sit down with the executive producers. Right. That, that's happened to me more times that I can mm. that I can wow. shake a stick at. But we have to speak up. And it's not what was fascinating about what Gabrielle did. She wasn't just complaining about the concerns of insensitivity towards African Americans. Right, right, exactly. She was universally yeah, she was. She sure was. Yeah. on point. She was. And I find her, she is a hero in my book. Yeah. You know, one of the weird things, too, is that Gabrielle, when it comes to social media, she was the most popular judge. Mm -hmm. And her social media interactions were like most of them were from Gabrielle. So it's she's bringing more eyes to the show. Absolutely. She's bringing, you know, everybody wants to see what Gabrielle's doing. People like her fashion. They want to see her and what she has to say. So for this to happen to her when she's the most popular judge. But maybe that's why. Very, That's true, because now the rumor is is that Simon is known to also mm-hmm. be very jealous, jealous and proprietary, of, of, and yes, here's this black and, woman and this getting is, more attention right, than taking he his did. lane in his That's space. Right. In right. fact, some of his alleged friends say that they hope that this changes kind of his thinking on the way that he picks his judges and the way he does his business. No, he's not going to change. I anything. doubt it. I mean, at this stage, no. I mean, yeah, right. you know. But you see how it, how like whatever you want to call it, sexism, racism, whatever, it makes no sense. Yeah, she's bringing people to your show. Absolutely. What is your problem? Yeah. Mm, well, yeah. That, that's a that's another that's well, another yeah. show. That's another yeah. show. That's another couple <laughs> yeah. hours actually. That's why we have Trump as president. That's well, why we have Trump as go. president. Yeah. And as you were mentioning, uh, the fact that th- there was one f- incident where they brought on Jay Leno. I guess yep. it's like guest guest mm-hmm. judge or mm-hmm. guest just guest host or right. guest judge. Mm-hmm. And he had seen a picture of Simon with his dogs and made some comment about mm-hmm. that the dogs look like they should belong at a Korean restaurant. And what is we're in 2019? What is what is that? Yeah, and well, how do you not know that's a excuse, bad joke? But here's an excuse that you hear comics use all the time. Hey, you know what? Uh, I don't want to be filtered. Comedy is comedy. And anything is funny. You know, that doesn't cut it any longer. No. And he's Jay Leno. He's right. not just some random dude auditioning for SNL or yeah. something. Maybe, but maybe this is him. That's true. I guess so. That's true. I was surprised by him, though. I really was. Yeah, right? I was surprised by him. So, I mean, he's gone on to TMZ, spotted him out of some place, and he said he still loves Gabrielle. He said it was just a joke. He didn't mean anything Yeah, how about saying, it. I'm sorry right. to the... Yeah, he did. I didn't see a sorry. <laughs> and yeah. that's one of the things that she was saying, because she talked about uh, some of the skits that she thought were yeah. racist, yeah, racist or insensitive yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. that they didn't air them. Yeah. But she said, why are you making the audience sit there and, and watch, watch and yeah. watch? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'll tell you why because they still want to capture it for future broadcast true they still want to have that Mm, uh, that that safety valve to maybe stream it down oh, the line, wow. I guarantee you, we will see these acts. Yeah. We'll oh, wow. see them, and at they some know point. everyone will go watch. They and know click. that. They yeah. know that. Ooh, this is the the act that. Remember that Gabrielle said right, no to right, this. Right, yeah. right, that's right. what they're going to do. It's that's true. all about money, eyeballs, money, eyeballs. Yeah. Well, NBC, uh, their producers did make a statement saying that the notes that they gave Gabrielle weren't about her having too black hair, but it was the uh, continuity of her hairstyles. Now let me tell. What does that mean? Okay, that means so, it changes. It, it's yeah. not just one style because we can do everything here's the hypocrisy Bravo is owned by NBC Comcast Mm. has anyone watched 
any of the reality shows right. on right. Bravo, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the Housewives right. series on Bravo, right. each woman has a different hairstyle every episode, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's true. So all of a sudden, they're the hair police. <laughs> right. It's because she is African American and they're punishing her mm-hmm. for standing up and saying that's a racist act, that's an unsensitive, uh, unsensit, unsensitive right. uh, projection of something, and they are punishing her. And they had to find a cause, and that was their they cause. They had to put her in her place. They put it's her like, in it's, her place. It's like they you thought. hate what she's doing, but she's also bringing attention to your show. Right, it's like, right. I don't know. But in 2019, okay, I know that you both have said, or you you mentioned that you've had some situations on set before. Sure. 2019, for you to say, uh, you know, about a hairstyle or a black woman's hairstyle at that, I'm just kind of flabbergasted that your NBC is that bold to even do that. It goes on. All, all the, the time. time in commercial shoots, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, hair and clothes have to be approved by producers before they're seen mm-hmm. on on the screen. It mm-hmm. goes on all the time. But what is too black? Like, what is a what is a too black hairstyle? It, it means it, if if your hair changes too much, which black women we change our hair all the time, right. and that's one of the th- that's one of the reasons why they hired Gabrielle because she's gorgeous, she's a style yeah. icon, you know, she's stylish and that's one of the reasons why people watch the show and yeah. interact with her on social media, yeah. so that's what it is it's, she's changing her hairstyle too much for someone, not mm. for us but yeah. for someone certainly not at the for time. the audience yeah. certainly not for the no. audience yeah. so well, it's going to be really interesting to see where this all lands because well, the saga continues. You go, you go, Gabrielle. You go, Gabrielle. That's right. You we go. love you. Stand up we for yourself, love girl. You. We love you. And she's she's got a series. It's she's got not a series. like she was relying she's on right, that for a right, job. Yeah, right, she's good. Right, she's good. Right. She's got and some you, cheap checks. And you know checks. what else? I'm, I'm really happy that this happened in 2019. If it would have happened five, ten years ago, it would have been no brushed attention. under the rug. Yeah, you're yeah. right. But now that we have social media and Me Too and all that, she yeah. she has everybody has her back. Yeah, you're right. It's great. You're right. Well, another strong woman uh, who we're losing in the presidential election race Uh, is Kamala Harris. She announced this week that she will not be running for the 2020 Mm -hmm. presidential election Mm -hmm. due to financial needs that her campaign Mm -hmm. does not have. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know she was set to have a pretty big A-lister event tonight in Hollywood Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of support um, Mm -hmm. around her. Mm -hmm. So I was sort of surprised that she decided to back out of the race. And she qualified for the next debate. She she did qualify. Mm -hmm. And they said that she, after leaving the race, that she only Average like three percent support, which sure. is pretty low. Yeah, very low. And but after watching the debate a couple weeks back with the Democrats, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, she's probably one of the stronger candidates. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, so yes. I, I think it, it's. I'm in. I've run for office many, many times. Not on the scale of Kamala Harris, but uh, politics is a is a nasty business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, she just did not connect enough. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, why? I don't know. She's overqualified for the job. Oh, absolutely. She, it's tough for women. It is tough yeah. for women. It, for women. Here you have, um, not to go too far off field, but here you have Pete Buttigieg, who go is... Go far. Go, okay. go, so go Let me go far. Yeah. <laughs> who is a mayor of, no offense, a very small, insignificant Tiny. city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Had and this has been said by um, Amy Klobuchar, mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. said by Elizabeth Warren and others. Had Pete actually been Patricia, we would have never heard of Patricia right. Buttigieg. Right. Yeah. So, women in politics, even though there are many women in politics, it is still a man's playground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for Kamala being a woman of color, being female, being attractive, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. that yes. plays into it That's too. True. Mm-hmm. You're right. She just did not connect. Yeah. 
It's unfortunate because I feel like now. But she'll be she'll be connecting at the Senate hearing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She'll be at the Senate hearing. Oh, yeah, she, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, she'll be there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I have yeah. to say, I was so looking forward to seeing her on the debate stage with Trump. Oh, Me too. Oh, I know. Me too. Oh, yeah. Me too. She would have been so He good. would not have shown up. Maybe not. He would not have shown up. I, I can't even like imagine she, him even going against I feel her. like she's the only one that can really give it to him. Because I, think even, Amy, I think Amy Klobuchar can give it to him. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I can see yeah. that. But Joe, they would just be bumbling but, and yeah, bumbling. bumbling. Yeah. 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 I, have, I, I have faith in Joe. I think Joe is going to step up to the plate. Uh, I hope he's so. better. He, listen, we give need somebody time. to at this point. Give him some he's time. Being real weird be out right. there. And speaking of Chump Trump, you know, his comment on Twitter, you know, he tried to make that little snide remark about her saying, and, you know, too bad we will miss you when she announced that she was leaving. Put her she clap back. Her clap back. Her clap back. She said, I'll see you at the trial. <laughs> and listen, that's, th- that, that's a mic drop right there. That's a mic and drop moment. And he did not respond. No, he Zero didn't. response. No, he didn't. Zero response. No, so didn't. she's going to be She's going to be fantastic. And I can't wait to see what else she does. Yeah. She'll run again. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure of it. What she's, I saw today is that she says that she will possibly run again. Sure. What do you think about VP? We talked about that. VP, I think that's a Here's the problem. If it is, if... Um, if it is Biden, if yeah. Biden is the presumptive candidate, mm-hmm. uh, Biden doesn't need California. Right. So That's he doesn't true. need Kamala Harris to get us get him California. He already has the African-American vote. Yeah. What he needs is uh, the Midwest. What he needs is Minnesota. What he needs is, I think he's going to ask Amy Klobuchar. Mm-hmm. And what happened was uh, Kamala kind of screwed the pooch when she attacked Joe Biden on one of the first debates yeah. about, about certain busing. things. About yeah, busing. about And then it turned out that her clapback wasn't as accurate as, as it should have been. Right, yeah. So um, I don't see her as a viable VP. Oh, overqualified. She's mm-hmm. overqualified. Yeah. But you see her as a number one. I see her two. as a number one. Yeah. And he does not need California. Right. He's already, he already has California. He already has California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now, I don't want to go away from the topic, but... You know this, I love politics. This, this, but that's why I, <laughs> I feel like, I, I, feel like I need to ask you this question, because it is about politics. So this whole thing with, you know, trying to impeach Trump... I, I'm finding it very interesting as I listen to it every day and kind of keep updated to, to what's going on. Yeah. It was fascinating today, yeah. but to me, it's like they're they're doing all this, but what's it really gonna? It's not. I just don't see it happening. Mm. I mean, I feel like it's gonna carry on right through to the right to the actual election, mm-hmm. and then he'll somehow mm-hmm. ma- it'll all just magically disappear, and he'll be. Here's my response. Here's my response. Do we not do something just because we think it's not going to prevail? Mm -hmm. Good point. We have to do something. This is in the Constitution. Mm -hmm. So whether we prevail or not, whether he, we know he's not going to be removed from office. Mm -hmm. Mathematically, it's just not going to happen in the Senate. Okay. But what would that say about us? What Mm -hmm. would that say about our country? Mm -hmm. That when we saw something going down, that was that we just said, okay. First of all, we know. Had President Obama... Oh, yeah. Come on. Uh, do you need I say I more? I mean, it, it, it wouldn't even have been... It would have been like a we, one we, day... It would have been right. one day you're out. You're out. Yeah. And also, yeah. like, they keep talking about, you know, the 2016 election. They skip right over the 2018 election <laughs> right. where the House flipped... That's people, right. you're it's right. the same thing. Yeah. That's correct. People put Democrats in power in the House to do this. That's correct. You're right. Yeah. That That's was true. the you're impeachment. Right. Yes. This was, yes. America has spoken. Yeah. This was the first election after 2016. That's a, right. A message was sent to yeah. Congress. That's right. true. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, will he be impeached? No. Yeah. But, but we have to adhere to this process. Sure. Yeah. 
But we'll see what happens with that <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to end the topics on a very positive note. Uh, are you a ballet lover? Have you gone to any ballet I've gone to events? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, I Miss, know what you're about to say. Well, Misty, Misty Copeland Misty was, Copeland. was our, our, our sweetheart, our yeah. number one, still my number one. Yeah. Uh, Misty, you know, Santa needs a date. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know, just saying. Uh, so anyway, uh, there is a new, yes. young ballerina, mm-hmm. African-American. Her name is Charlotte Nabrice. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has just been cast in the Nutcracker mm-hmm. uh, as the lead at Lincoln Center, and she's only 11 mm-hmm. years old. And she's old. actually mixed race. She's, she's mixed Filipino, Filipino, mm-hmm. and, and Trinidadian. Trinidadian, yes. yeah. But we claim her. Well, yes, yeah, and, right. she, and her family claims her as black. Yes, so, right. yes. And oh, unlike Tiger Woods. Unlike, <laughs> see what see what happened to you, Tiger, when you didn't claim the blackness. See, no, I'm just uh, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> what I love about this girl, though, is she's so mature at 11 years old, yeah. which I would imagine you need to be, yeah. be taking yeah. on that type of pressure and role. So. She when she said this was her quote. She said, "I saw." She was talking about Misty Copeland. She said, "I saw her dance when I was six years old, mm-hmm. and she was just so inspiring and so beautiful. When I saw someone who looked like me on stage, I thought that's amazing. She was representing me and all the people like me. Aww. That was when she was six. She thought that. Sweet, I'm like, baby. but that's why it's so important to have representation. Yep. Yeah. I remember when I forget how old I was, but I saw Denise Nicholas oh, on, yeah, on yeah. room two twenty two, and I looked at her and I said, oh, and I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I needed to see something like that yeah. to know that I could do that too. Yeah, well, you've done that for you, us. You've done, I was going to say. Right. That's right. That's you right. can send the check too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, she also said after her mom told her that she got the job, uh, I like this response. She was like, you know, you're the first mm-hmm. young 11-year-old black mm-hmm. dancer. And she was like, wow, that seems like a little late. Oh! <gasps> Look at these that. kids, I'm like, telling okay. you, these kids, they know. Yeah. And they're tired. They're and tired. they just got here. They just got here. So were they born woke? Th- yes. <laughs> they, were, they were born <laughs> woke. And tired. <laughs> they real woke. <laughs> they came out of the womb They woke. came yes. out woke as I don't know woke. what woke is. Uh-huh. Yeah, they did. So congratulations to her. I'm looking yeah. forward to see where her career takes Good her. Good for her. Uh, Misty Copeland was on uh, GMA this morning. And uh, I, I love what she was saying. She brought a bunch of young ballerinas that were probably in the age range of like mm-hmm. 6 to 10 mm-hmm. and uh, she was saying you know what I love about what what she represents and also now the 11 year old is that it's not about color it's mm-hmm. like now they're going to look at her and be like oh th- I can do that that's too my that's ballerina. my favorite that's my favorite ballerina mm-hmm. it's not about that's my favorite black ballerina right. yeah you know? exactly so, that's why this we're going in the right path yeah. right path Trump is just a bump He's a bumpin' a bumpin' a bump. He's a bumpin' bump bump bump. All right, Christmas is here, hey. and so is Dear Santa. I need a date mm-hmm. coming to TV One on December eighth. Yeah. All right, I want to know all about this movie because I'm all about a holiday movie too. It puts me, I get, you know, I get my popcorn, a little glass of wine. Yes, that's you know, right. I get ready. So tell that's me about right. tell me about what the movie is. Well, Dear Santa, I Want a Date is about the Vaughn family. My mm-hmm. character, Janelle Vaughn, Mama Vaughn, and Ray J plays my brother, Jason Vaughn. Um, we are, what, uh, entrepreneurs. We are young business owners in Atlanta. I have a coffee shop. He has a management, sports management company. So we are living it up in Atlanta. So we go home to our parents' house for Thanksgiving. And they hound us about grandbabies. Yeah. Like, it's like time. most parents. Yes, yeah. grandbabies. And yeah. of course, me and my brother were not thinking about that at all, but we make a date or we make a bet that for Christmas, whoever is the first one to fall in love and bring a date home for Christmas dinner wins. Wins the okay. bet. Yeah. That is the movie. That is the premise of the movie. And you just have to watch and see what happens. It's it's very, very funny. What makes this a little bit different from other Christmas movies? We're black. <laughs> 
Power to the people. Period. Period. Yes. Period. Period. Yes. And Terry J. Vaughn is directing. Terry J. Vaughn. I saw B. Simone is also in it. Jay Devon Johnson. Yes. So all star cast as well. All star cast. It's a very. I was kidding, but it's a very diverse cast. Reagan and I were talking about this earlier. We're huge fans of traditional holiday films. Yes. We were. But something was except for the one that you love that has black faces. Which one? Which one? I mean, I so my mother is a baby boomer. She grew up with a lot of old movies. We grew up watching a movie called White Christmas, which is a great. And there's black faces. Is that Bing Crosby? Yes. What is song? You know, it's the old songs. I get it. I get it. Now it's nice to say that, um, you know, the evolution of television and a film, Mm -hmm. people will be able to relate to um, uh, this film uh, because uh, it's populated by people of color. But the story is universal. Absolutely. So it's like a feel good. It is. Oh, yeah. I should bring the family over to watch it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you won't be embarrassed. Oh, no. No, no. It's a family movie. It's it's romantic. Mm -hmm. Um, It pulls at your heartstrings. It's silly. So it has everything. I love it. It really does. Well, you both have been in this industry for a while. I, I, I mean... You know, this, like I said, I really was so excited to have you both in the studio because I've never met either one of you. That's right, yeah. And uh, your careers, I mean, have just spanned just all over the globe. And what do you think now, as a 2019 actress, and you guys have been in this industry for a while, how, what do you think is something that's significantly changed since you started in this industry? Because I know there's a lot of people now who are coming in, who are younger, who, you know, there's so many more places that they can go, Netflix or streaming services or whatever, to get a project. But it was different when you both started. Mm -hmm. So how have you seen it change for black women actually specifically? Um, Well, for me, um, I was kind of lucky because I started on The Parenthood yeah. and Robert Townsend, that was his show. He was already creating, he was doing Netflix before Netflix was even True. there. He was already creating his own films and writing and directing his own films. So that's my foundation yeah. in Hollywood. So when I got out of that um, and saw that most sets were not like that and didn't have um, casts and directors and black directors and black women directors, like we had all of that on The Parenthood and even the shows that were on the WB and UPN. It was very similar, a lot of those shows there. So when I got out of that and saw how it really was in Hollywood, um, it was a bit sad. And, it, yeah. it, you know, it, it if you're not a strong person, you can kind of lose who lose you yourself, are, sure. lose a sense of who you are, especially blank, being a black woman actor. I mean, there are only so many sassy best friends <laughs> right, I right. can play right, I mean right, right. I can't be the lead uh, but I can be the sassy black friend yeah, or you know right. whatever yeah. it is so right, yeah, yeah. right. Well, I so I think mm-hmm. I think now you know it's not just Robert Townsend it's not just Keenan Ivory Waynes it's we have Ava DuVernay we have Ryan yeah. Coogler we have Barry Jenkins we have Lena Waithe we have Issa Rae I mean it's like List the door is Jordan Peele we have the doors being kicked Open, And I think that's something that we have learned is that it can't just be one or two or three. We literally have to kick the door open so that it can't be closed again. And I really appreciate, too, how not only do we have all of these uh, content creators, but we are stepping in to genres that we've never really been in before, yeah. like Jordan Peele when it comes to horror, like Black Panther and sci-fi and all this other stuff. So it's really a whole new world. There's still not a lot of us, but 
I feel like the opportunities are there. I think um, what I've seen, and, and I agree with uh, Ray, I, what I've seen is um, this may, I lived through the white, white season. I don't, yeah. I don't know if either of you remember that, but it uh, took place in the 90s. It was a, a an eye-opening exam- examination of the lack of opportunities. And mm-hmm. so when I was at the Screen Actors Guild, um, I was allowed to commission, uh, along with Dr. Darnell Hunt, the African-American Television Report. And what we did was we, um, we uh, viewed hundreds of hours of television, yeah. and we broke it down to how many people of color were working, mm-hmm. specifically African-American, um, what type of roles did they have, right. and um, was it uh, helping moving this, move the story along. So then that came out of the white, white season when there was a pilot season uh, that there were no people of color yeah. working. Oh, wow. So, you know, through that... Um, I believe now there's a sense of sustainability. Mm-hmm. There's a sense of we're here and we're not going anywhere. The problem is that the um, we are not being paid mm-hmm. what mm. we should be paid. Still, we are still hobbyists. Mm. Um, well, you cannot make a living at this any longer. Mm-hmm. When I started out, and there was, and I sound like a you know Eve Arden with a cigarette. Well, in my you mouth. don't look ah. like you age at all. So. But when I started, there it was just NBC, ABC, and CBS. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And um, you were paid a middle class earn uh, living. You could yeah. live, you know, a comfortable middle class life. Was that if you were a series regular Doesn't or matter. even guest star? It doesn't matter. In any role, uh, feature, guest star, mm. recurring, series regular, you there was there there was no salary compression. Yeah. You could actually have a quote. That has disappeared. And so, unfortunately, a lot of uh, younger actors don't realize what they won't be getting. Yeah. Mm. So you do have it's a side gig. Yeah. It's a side gig. You. It's um, crazy. We were able to rely on residuals. We yeah. can't rely on residuals any longer That's because true. everything is streaming on yep. social media platforms, and we don't get paid, or we mm-hmm. get twenty-seven dollars a year yeah. for unlimited reruns. Right. Or two yeah. cents. I've gotten a two cent residual. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Two cent residual. Okay. I, yeah. Sure. I deposited it, but yeah. I mean, just, yeah. just because. Yeah. Just I because. Might frame it. I have a minus. I have something where I owe MGM (laughs) something. Wow. So even though the opportunities are there, it's fantastic. You you cannot make a living. And has it changed a little bit uh, with the pay scale as far as like male versus female? Because I know that was you know that's been really big in the news. No, no, it's horrible. It's not getting equal. No. Okay. No, it's horrible. Okay. And um, unfortunately, once a woman, and this is statistically proven because the Screen Actors Guild keeps track of this. Mm-hmm. Once a woman hits 40, mm-hmm. the, uh, the window of opportunity of, of employment shuts. I thought that had changed, though. No. Because no. I feel like I see a lot more actresses who are over 40 who are getting work, but maybe I'm... But they may be getting work, but what are they getting paid? Okay. Um, they may be getting work, but how many auditions did it take to get that? See, right. you yeah. see yeah, the end product. The end you see the end product. Right. Yeah. 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 Even when you hear like Viola Davis talk about how she got, um, how to get away with murder. She had done like oh my a, 12 pilots before then. Yeah. And even, Nominated for an Academy Award. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And even what we're talking about with Gabrielle and what yeah. she's going True. through yeah. on yeah. AGT. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm reoccurring on a show called Queen Sugar. Yes, you are. That is the first show that has only had women directors she was able to do that because it is she it is on a network owned by oprah winfrey right 
Right. Oprah Winfrey was able to say, yes, Ava DuVernay. Yeah. And this is after Ava DuVernay was, you know, the Oscar so white, and sure. she's been, you know, yeah. Selma, and she, you know. Mm-hmm. So you, there's steps that have to happen, even for this to happen on Queen Sugar, to have, you know, only women directors. It's yeah. still That's very And arduous. it's still not happening all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you see it as, you know, since we are in this midst of a somewhat change, even mm-hmm. if it's a slow change, mm-hmm. Are we getting to a place where it's... I feel like right now it's like the black fat. Like, everybody wants to have black content now. Like, you know, mm-hmm. networks are now looking at stuff that they would never look at before. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to get to a place where actually it just... That's just... It's it's not about just black... It's not a black content. It's just a great show with... And it happens to be two people of color on the show. Or are we going to go kind of like, oh, it's, it's hot now, but then two years from now, this is going to be hot, you know? So, I got my start in the 90s. And... Th- in the middle of the 90s and the end of the 90s, there was so much black content from music to movies to TV. And then we went through the 2000s, and it's like all that black content went away. I feel like um, now is different because of the reasons I stated before. Yeah. But we need more people like, you know, all of these uh, amazing directors in power positions, which is why I write and direct now myself. Yeah. I've been writing and directing for a, a while now. Um, but we, I don't know. I, I, I hope not, but you have more history. What do you feel Well, like? here's the problem. I mean, we've been down this road before. We, 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 we termed it the ghettoization of television. Mm-hmm. When, when the WB, mm-hmm. when the UPN and the mm-hmm. WB uh, and BET yeah. for you know for basic cable, <laughs> that's where our content went. Yeah. And and the powers that be at the leading networks and studios were relieved of any obligation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was I was an adamantly against the ghettoization mm-hmm. of content because I knew that ABC, NBC, and CBS and Fox would just raise up their hands and mm-hmm. say, "What are you complaining about? You've got right. BET. Yeah. You have." Uh, uh, the Mm -hmm. WB prior to their change into CW. Um, So now I'm happy that there is a TV one and a BET and a bounce and uh, there's going to be a new uh, news network that J.C. Watts is. uh, Mm -hmm. Because our content has to go somewhere Mm -hmm. and maybe uh, salary compression is still a problem but there's still more creative freedom because you don't get paid on social media. Mm -hmm. Traditional broadcast is still the best way to deliver work because it's union Mm -hmm. and you get your health and pension and you get a, a protection salary. The social media platforms, you don't get that. Tell them about the, I'm sorry, we're just having our own I love this. I Tell feel like I'm getting like the <laughs> What we were saying about how you know, uh, someone like me I got my start, my directing start on <clears throat> social media I just, you know, saved up money I did crowdfunders on, on Twitter Reagan Gomez on Twitter <clears throat> and I was able to use that money to fund web series that I did that yeah. I just put on YouTube and on my website and I've done a few of them since then. My last one was nominated for a Gotham Award. But when we were talking, tell them about how that may not be, even though you have access to, you know, on on Twitter or Instagram, mm-hmm. you have access to millions of people with mm-hmm. your art, mm-hmm. it may not be the smartest thing to do that. You lose yeah. control. Okay. Right? <clears throat> so, and um, y- you won't have control in the monetization of your content. So when you're providing content to a distributor, YouTube and others, you've now lost control. You've also created a mindset in the viewer of, I don't need to pay for this. True. 
Yeah. I can just I can just download oh, this just download and, stream, and, yeah. and stream it, yeah. and uh, I, I can stream it. I can cut it up. Yeah. I can use it on my own social media. I can do this. I can do that, and it has completely deteriorated the proprietary nature of Reagan's work. Yeah. So it, it's it, even though it's fantastic to have these opportunities to create and distribute your content, you are you are cannibalizing your work mm. and not being compensated for it. Fairly. And then when you try to ask for right. fair compensation, mm-hmm. the powers that be look at you and say, you've been doing this for free. Now you want? Right, right. Or, so, or the, they'll offer you something, but you don't know about residuals. You, have no, you don't know you about have no the union yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So it's created. It This this is not happenstance. I used to be on the negotiating committee right. since you got 19, the double 1997. <laughs> they knew, our employers knew this was coming down the pike. Yeah. And they knew what the future was going to be. They knew they were going to be able to get profitable content, um, and the salary was going to be minimum wage, mm-hmm. which which it is now on a lot of social media content, and no residuals. Mm-hmm. But they would profit from the ad-supported uh, revenue, ad- ad-supported uh, uh, streaming. Mm-hmm. So they knew this was happening. That's crazy. So writers, directors, mm-hmm. and actors, mm-hmm. musicians, we get the short in the stick. And it's going to have to take a catastrophic strike. And I know people hate that mm-hmm. and it's it's a frightening thing. But in order to right this ship, it's going to take a catastrophic strike from all of the all of the unions together Whew. to fix this. Mm. That's I mean, it needs to happen, but that's scary, you know. What would you tell a young black actress or director coming into the game right now? What, what would be some uh, key piece of advice you would give them, both of you? I would say, I mean, before I talk to Anne about all this, see, I've been on Twitter for 10 years, Instagram for 8 years. So, like, I, I, I'm in social media, and I've met, I've created a, a very... Um, I guess great uh, community of aspiring black writers and directors, and 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 met amazing people that I wouldn't have been able to meet, you know, outside of social media or whatever. So my initial reaction to that would be to just save your money and just put it out. For me, it was like taking the middleman out instead of going to my agents and saying, "Look, I have this," and having to wait for them to shop it or not shop it or having to go ask people for whatever. I'm like, "Look, I have this opportunity to just put it out." But now hearing Anne talk about that, the long term, it can't just be about what I can do now or what I can do this year. It has to be more long term. So yeah. I don't I don't know, honestly. Well, unfortunately, we have a whole generation that is all about I want it now. Yeah. Uh, I want to see it when I want to mm-hmm. see it. I want to listen to it when I want to listen to it. I want it for free. I don't want it. So that's going to be a very difficult mindset to try to expand. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm old school. That's why I really don't part- uh, participate in social media because yeah. my image, I need to protect. This mm-hmm. is the only thing I have that I can <laughs> right. monetize yeah. and make a middle class living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I need to protect it. Uh, so what I would tell an aspiring um, artist, actor who happens to be African-American, study, study, study. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Learn everything you can about the industry. You, if you don't succeed in front of the camera, you may be an incredible editor. That's very true. You may be an incredible mm-hmm. gaffer. That's you true. may be an incredible writer or a makeup artist or a wardrobe mm-hmm. stylist, right? There are more employed below the line mm-hmm. yeah. than they are right, in front true. of the camera. Yeah. Right. You can't be one dimensional. Well, at any time, the Screen Actors Guild, maybe 90% of our membership is unemployed. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah. That is the truth. That's... That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> but, Especially living in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. So we all, everyone has a gig. Everyone has a side gig. Yeah. Well, you both were, are, are. How depressing was that? I'm no, sorry. No, no, it's, no, it's real. People Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. No, people ask me all the time about like getting in the industry and like what, you know, longevity. And I'm like, listen, yeah. you got to not tough. be one of the You tough. have to have thick skin, mm-hmm. a wonderful foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, both uh, in faith and in family oh, yeah. and in friends, and you have to know you have to really know what your limitations are because I have to tell you, not everyone can do everything. That's very true. That's the truth. That's true. That's the truth. Well, you both had such significant parts in black pop culture. I mean, pl- <laughs> I mean, listen, what would Nadine from Aww. What's Happening be doing today? Aw, what's happening? Aw, Nadine, she'd be divorced mm-hmm. and dating a white guy. Okay, mm-hmm. no more. Yeah. Bye, right, bye, bye, Raj. <laughs> bye, Raj. Bye, Raj. Oh uh, what would Zaria be doing? Oh, gosh, she'd probably have a podcast. She probably would have gone to an HBCU somewhere, either a podcast maybe or in politics somewhere. Okay, sorry, would have flipped it a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay. Yeah, look at that. See, things happen when, you evo- when you're stuck in reruns. You're, you know, we, we mm-hmm. have to be creative. You have to be creative. Because mm-hmm. we're stuck, in, those characters are stuck yeah, in reruns. that's the truth. Well, you both have great new projects going on. I know you both, you were talking about Ava, but you yeah. have something that you have going on right uh, now. Working on an Ava DuVernay. Uh, uh, cherish the Day. Uh, you cherish the Day. It'll yeah. be uh, I guess it'll be premiering in the winter okay. this, this winter and uh, for on the own network okay yeah. and then I know you got a lot of good stuff going on you well- yeah, I my mean, favorite show, Queen Shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah they I just mean, got that alone. I'm, yeah. I'm reoccurring on Yay. that, so you know they just oh, got picked up. She said like, "Oh, I'm just yeah, I'm just kind of." What is that? I think I heard that show. So yeah, they just got picked up for another season. Um, I am writing and directing as well, so I hope to have some. I'll be uh, asking her for yes, a job very yes, soon. Yes, Me too. Yes. <laughs> so I hope to have some news uh, at the beginning of the year. I also have a podcast called oh. Reaganomics. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And what kind of things do you talk about? Oh, it's me and my husband. We talk about everything. Politics, pop culture. Um, I, of course, you know, I've been in the business forever. He's been in the music business. Yeah. He was signed to Michael Jackson and, and modeled for Vogue yeah. and all, you know, They used to call him Baby Tyson Beckford. They did. Yeah. Look at you yeah. doing your homework. That's right. So we have uh, interesting uh, perspectives yeah. on the business. And, you know, being parents now and raising children and still working, like she said. Like, yeah. it's, a it's a miracle. Constant grind. Yeah. It's a grind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you just celebrate your 20th anniversary, correct? We did. Yes. Okay, so you're, you're married as well. Been with the same person for 34 years. <laughs> How do you stay in this entertainment biz and stay loving and happy and in a solid marriage? Um, We live very far, and that is on purpose. People do not. Uh, I can go to the grocery store or take my kids to soccer practice. Nobody gives a damn <laughs> who I am, what I've been in or whatever. So I like that um, separating home and work. Yeah. Smart, um, yeah. That has been really uh, great for us. His family is very close by. Um, so we keep our family tight. We keep our circle tight, and we like it that way. And we mind our business. Mind the business. For me, um, I really live outside of myself. So I really spend more time uh, serving the public than I do. Um, I love that. I mean, I love this business, and it's obviously afforded me a very comfortable life, but it's also allowed me to, to serve the public. So um, being being able to assist is uh, keeps uh, my relationship grounded yeah. because there is nothing as phony as this industry. 
Very true. Really and it's exhausting, and that's why I don't participate in any social media except for promote, you know, promoting mm-hmm. shows because it's so toxic and it's such a, a waste of time when it's used poorly mm-hmm. that uh, my husband and I stay away from it, and we uh, just uh, take care of ourselves and the people we love, and we play a lot of golf. Mm-hmm. I love that. Any big holiday plans? We'll we'll be at home. We're going to go to the snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home, playing golf. Mm -hmm. uh, Home is my favorite place to go. Yes. Definitely. How and about you? And watch it. Uh, I'll be. I'm from Ohio, so I'll be going to Ohio to visit Aww. my family. Uh, my sister just had a baby. Well, it's a year and a half now. She's a year and a half now. Just. Uh, that's a year and a half. Yeah. Well, that I guess because I don't see her. I don't see her as <laughs> yeah, much, so it seems yeah. like she's still a little baby. Oh, you're so. an uncle. I'm an uncle. So, and she looks like me. So. Aww. Like, her, her, her father, my brother-in-law, is like. She looked more like you than she does me. Happens. My daughter looks just like my husband's sister. Really? Yeah, and her daughter looks like my husband. Oh, oh that's funny. Yeah. You never know you genetics. Never know, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I have to go. We're going to get out of here. But I, there, you had a, a a quote or a tweet that you put that I just it just really resonated oh, to me. No, it was about oh, celebrating Lord. your birthday. And I love, I mean, not birthday, your anniversary. Oh, I love okay. the fact that you said, low-key just had a 20th wedding anniversary in November. November 19th, we drove our, your, we drove your Escalade to, is it Laughlin, 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 Laughlin Nevada, Laughlin. to get married, bumping the chronic 2003 yes, the whole way. Yes, I just was like, yes. I feel that. It was like, smoking weed uh, smoking uh, weed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, well, it funny. has been a pleasure to have you both here. Please Thank come you. back. Thank you. Everybody watch TV One, December 8th. Uh, it's Dear, Sunday, yeah. This yeah. Sunday. Sunday. Dear Santa, I need a date. Where can fans find you on social media? Uh, at AMJ Loves LA. <laughs> yes. Reagan Gomez on Twitter. That's where I live on Instagram as well, but I live on Twitter. Well, I'll be watching the movie. You guys watch the movie. Please come back anytime you want. Loved having you both, and I wish we had five more hours to talk about everything yeah. in life. Just bring, just have us back. We'll there have you go. back. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you. We'll check y'all out next week. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.